What's your excuse? My excuse is that I'm human and I have to pee. All right. Well, I was ready to do some work. I'm a human being. Oh, I liked that song. I loved that song. Yeah, that, song is good. that song's great. Oh yeah, I, I I said something positive. Why are you yelling at that me? That song's the best song on the album. Give it the credit it's due. I mean, ever again says hello. Uh, I'm a human. <laughs> I don't know. I think ever again and honey. I think we need to talk about honey. Human beings better than both of those songs. Yeah. Wow. Said it. You're said really it. coming in hot said today. It. And I am uh, the Robin Stan of the two of us. Ah, so ah, I know more ah, about Robin ah, than you ever will. <laughs> Robin and I are friends. Robin's my best friend. I don't know where you got these lies from, but I'm not going to sit here and listen to your lies. I'm really not. I'm really not. You didn't even know about Robin before I introduced you to her. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Don't tell the people. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Game Matt's podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. And we're back. Another it's, week. It's happening. Another week down. Our life just keeps going by. It does. That's how life works. Yeah. Luckily. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's so horrifying. 2020 is just flying by. I mean, but don't we want it to fly by? Let's be real. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, thank God. Like it's going by fast. And like the faster it goes by, the faster, like one day there will be a vaccine. Yes. And, you know? Yes. But and then you realize like oh but that means like an a year is going to of your life is literally going to fly you have i've made peace with that weeks ago <laughs> i feel like this year is a wash and i think that's okay but i don't want to how come all these other people like who died earlier than us like didn't get a wash year and we have to have a wash year well a lot of people were alive during the spanish flu so maybe that was their wash year yeah but like there's some people in the middle who like didn't get a wash here who were born in maybe 1919 yes and then died well i mean they were in a really select group there you know like if they didn't die really early so you know would you rather be dead by now like i don't know what the other (laughs) option is (laughs) i guess not yeah so i guess i'm just complaining just to complain well that's not the theme of the podcast the theme is to give positivity to the people true and i guess like the the 2020s like even though they started rough like after everything is fixed and and everything yeah they will be better than you know like the 60s you know like you know like there were some decades in in the 1900s that were pretty rough that's true i mean i I mean it's not to say that that won't happen in our life time but yeah but I you know I always have faith that like the world spins forward and and you know I think it's I think it's very much a zigzag like it's not like it the 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 trend is forward for sure of course you gotta take a few Trumpian steps well yes of course (laughs) of course it's it's like how you look at the little uh graphs of the coronavirus it's like you go up then you go down a little then go up then you go down a little but like the general trajectory is in an upward direction. How are the LA numbers looking? The LA Still bad? The LA numbers today were down from yesterday. Aren't they always down on the weekend? Did yes, they are that? always down on the weekend, but there were like uh Thursday and Friday they were very low as well. Okay. And they were and they're down again. Yeah, so LA's LA is in a downward tra- trajectory I right love now. that. California itself. I mean, of course. Everyone's like, oh, LA, LA, LA. And it's kind of just like, I, I, the rest of California is a mess. I mean, I'm sure Orange County is. Yeah, Orange County is <laughs> like everything else in California. And LA, of course, is obviously the worst spot in California. Yeah. But that's just because it has the most people so naturally. And like, it's not great. Like, it's not good. Like, right. LA is not in a good spot. Of course. But compared to the rest of the counties and seeing what the populations look like and everything like LA, I feel like could be worse. (laughs) That's also just another thing that I've kind of turned a corner on is it's like, I'm not going to keep up with this daily. I'm Mm. truly just like, 
vaccine or bust. Like it's <laughs> oh, never yeah, course, yeah. going to be like contained enough. Yeah, here. like we're not going to be like New Zealand. Where, oh, where's, oh, what a magical you place. You see those people hugging in yes. pictures and shit. And it's like, remember hugging? Damn. <laughs> remember interactions with other people that yeah. didn't have to be outdoors and six feet apart? I feel like it's like 2003 and like, like back at that time, all the great movies were being made in New Zealand. Mm. And it's like, wow, New Zealand's really a paradise. And I then know. we forgot about it for a little while and now we're back. Now like, back. New Zealand's having a comeback. And maybe guys. 2020 is the year of New Zealand. It's good that somebody has something. This yeah, year. It's good I, for agree them. With, I agree with that. Yeah. So yeah. how was your week otherwise? My week was good. It was busy. Yeah. Um, I got more sleep than I got the previous week. Still That's not good. a lot. Okay. You know, but today I slept in. Good for you. Yeah, it was great. I had a great time. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, it was, a, it was a very solid week. It was just a lot of working on devos, a lot of, Gotta did, promote, a couple, promote, did a promote. couple like interviews and everything, oh. like seeing what new things I can do, like like PR stuff, right. reaching out to different people, and you know, um, if you haven't checked out Devos yet. I mean, give it, give it a whirl, guys. Give it a whirl. It's available yeah. for you. Exactly. And tell all your friends. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's it's just frustrating things. because like, I don't know what numbers look like. Right. Because I don't get like the sales. When reports. do you get, do you ever get those sales reports? Yeah. At some point. Course. But it yeah, takes yeah. a minute. Yeah. It's well, I get them quarterly. So okay. I won't get them for like, for the first quarter for like, uh, another like two months okay. or so. Yeah. Um, so I, since I don't know like how it's going, I'm just like shouting to the wind. Yes, exactly. You're just assuming no one has seen it. I'm and just promoting. assuming. I'm Assuming it's flopping, yes. which like I know it's not flopping. Of course not. You've gotten <laughs> like so many people talking to you about it and how much they loved it. So of that's they great, love it, guys. Everyone's being so nice. Yes. How was your week? What'd My you week was good. I'm trying to think. During the week, uh, I don't think I did anything too crazy. Oh, I took. Tuesday off I think at my job because of some friends of mine Jeff and Jean had gotten a uh, kind of an Airbnb but it's actually a VRBO. What uh, is that? It's another exactly the same website and okay. they found a house in the valley that had a pool because they have a, a baby and they didn't want to drive far away and Jean is a teacher who thought that she might have to go back to school in person until recently so she knows it'll be over Zoom. Okay. Um, so that's great news but she is about to start back up with that again and she she was like, we need to have some pool time. And yeah. I was like, sure, I'll join. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks okay. for inviting me. I'll I go to your you staycation. Hey, I would love to go to a staycation. And that's what I did. And it was I, wonderful. I've been like thinking about like taking like a little road trip, like literally just by myself. You should do by it. By my damn self. But I'm just like, no, but I could work more on Devo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know when I would do this. Maybe in like end of August. Right, or just something. give yourself. You should. I feel like as someone who never gives themselves vacation or time off, wouldn't now be the time or like after you get done with a round of promotion to be like you've really accomplished something let's go on a drive let's do something lovely yeah but where would I go I feel like I drive for like two hours and be like oh I'm tired of this and drive back well you could go to find a a little Airbnb somewhere and just stay overnight and then drive back and like I see the sights you know go outside and stay away from people a new place to walk I love walking. There you I go. I would love to walk in a new place. I know. I was trying to think of like what you would do on a vacation. Oh, like, I just guess walk. walk. I remember <laughs> that one when in 2012, when or 2013 maybe mm. we went to Vegas. Yeah, I think 2013. Uh, I think yeah. hashtag beautiful was out. We with a, with a bunch of like our friends and everything, yeah. and uh, they were all just like, okay, like this, and they were everyone was yelling at me in the car because they mm. were just like, okay, we all have our like bathing suits, right? And I was like, no. 
And they were like, Matt Steele, what do you do? Like, this is what you do in Vegas. You hang out by the pool. And I'm like, that's not what I do in Vegas. And they're like, what do you do in Vegas? And I'm like, I walk around. <laughs> and so like everyone hung out by the pool. Well, first of all, it's like, I'm a redhead and I ain't hanging out by the pool. I was no going to say, I know that you're not like, let's hang in the sun for no, no reason. Well, and also uh, my, my dad used to live in Vegas when I was a child. So mm. every summer my brother and I would visit him and we would do, we would do all the things that like a child can do in Vegas. Right. And this was, you know, the late nineties, early two thousands. So, um, Vegas wasn't as like gear was a little more. They were trying to like advertise themselves as more geared towards families at right. this point, which was you know a dumb decision because <laughs> it was just like no. Nah. And then years later, they were just like no, 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 no. We're yeah. just, we're here for people to sin. Yeah. Um. But uh. So I like everything that like a family can do in Vegas. Like that's what I think of when I think of oh, Vegas. Right. So I was like, no, I'm gonna walk around. I'm gonna go to like the old buffets I used to like to go to. There you go. Like just walk around and walking up and up and down the strip, I walk through that. and like see the each like casino. Yeah. Like, I remember oh. you being able to be that close to someone seems like a lifetime ago right um so yeah that was a good tuesday moment on during the week and then this weekend jackson was very sweet and planned a christmas in july theme yeah did you know that was happening i didn't know i like we were going on a run that saturday and for some reason when we got in the car because he had told me there was like a surprise happening Uh and i hadn't really thought about it but sometime but then i got in the car and i was like oh it's Christmas in July. <laughs> and I just felt it and I knew uh-huh. it, but he didn't want me to guess. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to wear something that's going to be my guess. Just so you know that I thought of it before I came to your house and like you showed me. Okay. And so I wore my like Mariah invented Christmas sweater. That's great. And just cause I thought that would be the fair. And it was very fun. He like got in touch with my mom over Instagram and oh like learned, got the recipe for uh, her uh, <gasps> dressing, which you know, I'm obsessed with. Oh my with. God. I bet so, you're mixing it with that cranberry sauce. Uh, so vigorously. I mean, the thing is, okay, tell me, do people eat dressing and or cram or not cranberry dressing or stuffing, whatever you'd like to call it. Do they eat it with gravy? Do people um, do that? I've never seen that. Jackson I, did it. And I was really? like, wait, what is that? <laughs> wait, what is that? What, what is that? Doing? What are you oh, doing? I feel like if if like I were to have stuffing and um uh and it were to touch gravy on my yeah. plate, like gravy from like mashed potatoes or right. you wouldn't like be that, mad. I wouldn't be mad about yes. it. But like I would not ne- I would never pour gravy on my stuffing. Right. I'm very much like a I just like stuffing to me is the main course. Like oh, stuffing is period. the best thing on the Of planet. course. So like, do it's you like, put your cranberry sauce in the stuffing? No, absolutely not. You don't do either. Well, I actually, I don't like really eat cranberry sauce. Huh. It's never appealed to me, which is interesting because I'm very much a fruit person. Oh yeah. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm always kind of like, oh no, I like the savory. I like the savory stuff in this meal like a Thanksgiving right right okay well I mean if you guys have any opinions on cranberry sauce versus gravy in your uh, stuffing dressing please email us let us know because I had never seen that but I'm becoming more open but we also uh, I don't I don't eat those things for Christmas but that's those like a thing that's like a Thanksgiving right that's fine anyways (laughs) (laughs) well no it's good that you like thought to bring your little sweater because if you were there with like a tank and shorts like what kind of Instagram moment would that I mean I still was there I mean we wore the the sweaters for Instagram and then took them off promptly okay (laughs) but I uh, I just wanted to let him know that I knew and I had actually bought him a Christmas sweater recently a very cute one which he looked cute in and then uh, today we went to the park and hung out with uh, his sister and her uh, fiance and that was very fun 
fun. And then we went back to his parents' house. They have a pool. We played in that. So it was a lot of a lot of pool time for me this week. I didn't even realize, Damn. but it was it's nice, kind of I relaxing. I haven't been inside of a pool since maybe 2013. Wow. Yeah. Did you not get in the pool when we went to Palm Springs? I know you posed by the pool. I posed by the pool. Yes. Yeah, I'm very much like a sit with my feet in the pool type okay. person. Because I'm always just like, I'm going to get all wet and yeah. then I got to dry off. Right. Like I got a lot of body hair. It takes me a while to dry mm. off. Like, I, you know, I might mess up my hair. Right. Like, I don't want to mess my body yeah. up because I knew we were going to go out to dinner after yeah, That's that. true. So and we were like, supposed to go to Cheesecake Factory and it was like overrun with people. Yeah, that was rough. That's where I learned <sighs> Hard that life. some proms don't serve dinner. Oh right! <laughs> How did that come up? <laughs> because there were kids in prom dresses at the cheese or wherever the whatever restaurant oh. we went to. There were kids in prom dresses, and I was like, "Why are there people in like prom? Like, why are there people in tuxedos right. and like prom dresses?" And half of the table was like, "Well, because it's their prom. They're eating their prom dinner." Mm. And like the other half of the table yeah. who were served dinner at prom, like what should happen at a prom <laughs> we're like but dinner is served at prom and right. the other half of the table was just like no you only dance at prom and w- like it was like very much a, a debate <laughs> it was a world war three i yeah. think i it's been so long now i think we had dinner at our prom yeah i'm pretty sure i did right yeah. i've never heard of i know not we, having dinner we went to like get milkshakes after prom at like johnny rockets or whatever oh, or something like that but it wasn't like we went there for dinner like i'm pretty sure they served us there. yeah it's it, like prom was very much like a wedding like it's like there were yeah. there were like it was like a five course meal and mm. like seats were assigned yeah. and like I mean you could you like picked who you wanted at your table and everything like they weren't assigned for you like how a wedding is but like um yeah you like sign you like send the take your table listing like a week in advance right and like assign it and everything in my head I don't know if it was that detailed but in my head I do feel like we ate there we definitely had another dance called PDC which is where uh the girls asked the guy so it was like a de- pre debutante cotillion is what the oh. PDC stands for. Because in the South, in the, the, South. The, the boys ask the girls. Exactly. There was no, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I know, I definitely remember eating there. But then I also remember the prom after parties where people would, you know, go and sleep over at a friend's house, like with a, a bunch of people. And, you know, a lot of the straights were like doing stuff with each other. And I was oh, like, oh, gross. disgusting. Wild. I remember <laughs> we, headed to bed. <laughs> after, we, uh, we had a post prom after senior prom, mm. which is where the whole school was decorated as like a whole thing. And there were games and like moon bounces and shows and everything. Oh, that's fun. And like, so you went. Uh, after prom you went to post prom yeah. and you hung out until like nine o'clock the next mm. morning and it was like a way to like be like hey kids don't go somewhere to drink after right, prom right. like, like stay oh, be in the I school. I guess people were probably but, drinking at my after prom party. <laughs> but but junior year there wasn't a post junior prom there was not a uh, post prom uh, thing. The only thing that I um, that I went to that I knew people were drinking at is we had like a senior year like overnight sleepover thing at someone's house because you know some people were very wealthy mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we had that and I was just so happy because Emancipation of Mimi had just come out and I was like she's on top of the charts guys like this is my senior year now it was great (laughs) wow (laughs) I was very obsessed of course Um, but then my issue was then I was like okay well now it's you know 12.30am and I'd like to leave now and then the parent was like ooh since you're here this late you have to sleep over because I don't want you driving drunk and I was like I have not had a sip of alcohol (laughs) I am drunk on Mariah's success (laughs) wait also 1230 loser I, <laughs> I was tired you know I get tired were you there for like an hour no prom was always until this like wasn't 11. a prom this was just like end of the oh. year kind of thing I oh, probably like started at like nine I was ready to go oh Jesus. I wanted to listen to my you know JC Chazé and drive home <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> was drinking like a big thing at your high school? Because it really I mean, was not for us. I think the thing is, I don't know. I don't think I was in the groups of kids that were doing it. Yeah, I'm sure I wasn't. I, either. I'm sure it was happening, and I was just like, like I told, I told someone this. I might have told you that, like sometimes kids would be like, oh, I'm going to this party, and like their parents would be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if you should go to that, and they'd be like, oh, Matt Palmer's going. I was like, oh, if Matt Palmer's going. <laughs> it's fine. This isn't a drinking party. <laughs> like, this is yeah. totally a PG party. Yeah, so. there weren't like big like ragers at right. my school and everything because it's like parents were always home <laughs> in my town and everything. The only time I ever heard of like kids drinking was like they would get together with like three friends and like quietly do it in their basement oh, <laughs> or yeah, something. Like, yeah. yeah I'm, I don't know if it happened at a big like, rager or if it was a small event. It was something. So whatever things I wasn't invited and I think that's fine. Cause yeah, I, I was like, what are you guys doing? I know. I would that's, be like, Against this, the law. This is against the law. The, I've ever heard of it. <laughs> and I would feel so betrayed if I like saw my friends drink. I know. I saw some friends of mine drink when we went to visit a separate friend who was a senior in college when we were senior in high school and they were drinking. And I was like, I gave them the silent treatment. Well, oh because, my God. Because you know, that's treatment. my, that was my move at the time. That's what like, I gave to my ex-boyfriend when he quit smoking and then had, and like broke down and had mm. a cigarette once. It was apparently really traumatic for him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give him the silent treatment. I didn't give him the silent treatment. He just like told me he was like, he was like, Matt, I have something to tell you. And I was like, what? And he's like, I, I broke down and I had a cigarette and I was, and it was literally like six o'clock at night. And I was like, fine, I'm not going to kiss you for the rest of the night. And so like at midnight, I like was like, okay, I'm going to kiss you now. Cause it's the end of the day and everything. And, and like, I thought it was funny. Right. He like during our breakup, he that told me that up. it like really traumatized him wow. and that I was way too hard on him. I mean, Matt Steele don't date a vote, uh, smoker challenge. Truly. <laughs> I feel like that is the 2021 goal when, you know, you're able to be with people physically again. Yeah. Just to, I, I, the thing is, I don't think I've been, I mean, maybe I've been on date with, with on a date with a smoker and just didn't know, but like I feel like this comes up so much more often for me. I than always me. got like fun fact about Matt Steele. <laughs> Matt Steele tends to date smokers, which is crazy, and it's crazy because like who smokes in 2020? <laughs> it's not 1990. Come on, what's going on? I know. I feel like this is something no one would expect of me. I know. I guess you like a bad boy. I like a bad boy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I feel like we've been chatting about nothing for a long time. Oh, but it's all been nothing, and I hey, kind of love it. I like it. It's fun, and all the news for idiots is kind of like okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it won't take too long anyways. Um, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, she dressed. She, if you haven't seen our video review on our YouTube channel, uh, she dropped her new album Folklore. It was a surprise release. It came out on uh, Friday morning at midnight. It is uh, her alternative debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, she worked with um, some guy from a band called the National. 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 <laughs> the Nationals was, are a baseball okay. team. <laughs> We're the right people to be talking about this. Okay. Um, and uh, it, apparently it's doing very well. People, you know, it's critically acclaimed, doing very mm-hmm. well on Metacritic. And uh, it's aiming for over 650,000 copies first week in the U.S., All the right. biggest first week of the year and the um, biggest first week since Lover came out. So, damn, damn. you know, she's doing a great job. I think it, I heard that it sold 1.3 million copies worldwide in 24 hours. And she's also, in promoting it, sending the cardigan to, lots of celebrities so of that they can post on their Instagrams. God, Taylor. I mean, you, you can't say she she's not a thinker. That's yeah. a, a thinking young lady. Damn, like there's, there's Jennifer Hudson. in it. There's Kesha wearing it. We saw oh JVN. Uh, Reese Witherspoon was listening to Cardigan via her Instagram story. Just like people are listening. And so we love that for her. I've 
you know, tried to make it through the album like four more. Truly, I've tried more with any than any other album I can even think of to make it to the end. And I never make it. Oh, no. How far do you usually go? Uh, usually I'm around um, after uh, the illicit affairs. Mm-hmm. I start to taper. That's that's when I, I start, start to, to taper. taper as well. I, like, some so, songs are growing on me. Like okay. you're uh, the next best. Yes. Uh, American, American Dynasty. Dynasty. Excellent. Good song. Well, yes. Um, the one I hate less. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and I still really love Exile. Mm-hmm. A list of affairs I really love. Um, yeah. Okay. Look, <laughs> I, I, I think it's so interesting because it's it, the album is so critically acclaimed and everything. I, and, everything. Yeah. Um, and our review, if you guys saw our review, we were very much like there is wonderful, beautiful stuff in there. And yes. Taylor Swift is such a talent. Alternative, like indie-ish music. It's just not, it's the just music not we really to. for us. And I don't know. My criticism was kind of like, I feel like it's too long if we yeah. took away maybe like six songs. Right. I feel like it wouldn't feel like such a long right. experience and the songs would each stand out more. Right. Um, but I was totally expecting us to get dragged in the comments. Yeah. Uh, because it is such a critically acclaimed album and like it, it, they are like her deepest lyrics (laughs) and everything. Um, but like the, the Taylor fans in our comments are kind of just like, you know what? Like, I get why people don't like yeah. it and you guys bring up valid points. Thanks for the review. And I it's mean, like, oh my, you, you all have grown since I mean, the reputation. We've gotten, we've gotten a few, you know, people got, who are more upset, but I would yeah. say yes, the, the, the tenor of the comments is not as bad as I assumed it was. Yeah. I did a quick scroll through. I'm really trying to stay away from all of those on the Taylor Swift videos. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's just too much for me. Um, but you know, it's doing very well and that is really good for her. And you know, everyone get cardigans follows a comment. Yeah, so sure. We love that for her. Listen to exile. Cause it's the, Exile's great. <laughs> Illicit Affairs is great. And next, last great American Dynasty, also great. And I like the one. But okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll convince Matt Palmer that the one is one of the ones. Demi Lovato's engaged. Is she? Yeah, she got engaged. She announced it on Instagram. Uh, Max Erich. I don't know who that is. Eric? 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 Oh. It's, I don't know. Uh, but he uh, is, she's very excited to be engaged. It's a lovely ring. And she posted it on Instagram. And, you know, he has abs. She's excited. Yeah. He has it's great. abs. She's excited. <laughs> well, I'm excited for her. It yes. seems like she's doing well. Yes. And I think she also posted on her Instagram something this week. I was like her two year anniversary of her Miracle Day, which I think was the day two years ago when she was I th- I think she OD'd mm-hmm. and they had to was like that two years ago I think that was two years wow. ago and so she, she's saying that she feels the clearest of mind that she's ever felt and so she's in a really great place so good for Demi Lovato we love that for her Nicki Minaj is pregnant I didn't know this <laughs> yes I'm telling you you're in a Devo's hole man literally I've I'm just scrolling through Twitter and if it has nothing to do with Devo's or Big Brother then, <laughs> <laughs> then I don't read it yes yeah, so the, she is pregnant she is with child she and her uh you know husband or fiance. I forgot if they actually got married. She's very pregnant. She's super pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And I think these pictures are by David LaChapelle. I don't know if these are, but definitely there's one outside that's very, um, can't take that away Mariah's theme kind of looking. I love Um, that song. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so she's very excited about her baby. I feel like she's been talking about possibly having a baby for a while now, so I'm excited that she's going to become a mother. She's been looking forward to it for a long time. Um, Regis Philbin passed away. I know that is sad. sad. I mean, he was 88, died of natural causes. But it's and but it's just sad to think back on you know someone who has been around for so long and you know hosted that show for such a long time. And was always in the ether and like was always kind of ageless. Yes, exactly. Like, like when I heard he was 88, I was like, no, he wasn't. I was trying. Like, the thing is, I was trying to think of the last time I had seen him publicly though. It's and I been guess a while. It's been a minute. But like. 
uh, honestly, he's always been a perpetual 63. Right. Right. You know, so. like, but he hasn't been 63 for 25 I years. I know, right? So like, I had no <laughs> idea he was 88. He looked great. For, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, it's very sad. And also uh, this morning, um, uh, Olivia de Havilland died in her mm. sleep. She was 104. Wow. She's kind of like the last huge name of like the golden age of Hollywood. Right. And like a total badass. Like Good for her. Basically like she is the reason why like studios like no longer have like control actors careers and everything. Uh, the bill. The, That's um, amazing. The law was like named after her because she sued the studio, tried to punish her for um, uh, like not accepting certain roles and everything. Mm. And so they were like, okay, well you're contracted to and beholden to us for another seven years. And she's like, no, I'm not, I'm taking you to court. And that's when the whole studio system of like owning actors ended and everything. So like really just like a badass woman also like tried, uh, I think she successfully sued Ryan Murphy, like just a couple of years ago. I love that for her. She was in her hundreds because she was like, uh, you did not have permission to use my likeness on the show feud and everything. So she was a total badass. Good for her. And so like these like amazing people are just, you know, they're going, but like they live lives. I mean, I like eighty eights old, one hundred and four is extremely old. Yes. So like that's good a long for them. and full life. Yes, it's definitely like a celebration of life kind of moment for both of these people, both yeah. of these icons. Also, there is a drag queen named, um, I believe, Lady Red who passed away. Yeah. Very surprisingly, and uh, I didn't know much of her work, but I know that she was the co-host of Hey Queen mm-hmm. uh, with Johnny McGovern, and it was a very surprising. I think she had a chronic illness and passed away very suddenly. So I think that there are links in which you can uh, donate to GoFundMes because her family, you know, paying for her, uh, you know, her funeral expenses and things like that. I think it just hit really randomly. And um, mm-hmm. so I, you know, you know, we wish good things for anyone who knew her personally, anyone who was inspired by her. I hear she was a big trailblazer as far as like a black trans person because I believe she was trans as well. Okay. And uh, so, you know, may Lady Red rest in peace as well. Another icon lost this week. Okay. Sad. Um, but in happier news, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, speaking of icons, darling. I know. So Hillary Clinton, there's going to be an alternate history series called Rodham, and it's in development at Hulu. I love that Hulu is like the Hillary home. Oh, my God. Like <laughs> Because I love Hulu, and I'm never getting rid of it. So you'll be able to watch all this Hillary content That's as long great. as we live together. <laughs> I, it's, it's sad because I, I um, always wanted the, the biopic to be named Rodham. Mm. But I, I'll settle for the TV show <laughs> being named Rodham. And it's called Rodham, and it's optioning rights to uh, Curtis Sittenfeld's alternative history book, Rodham. The novel imagines how history would have gone if differently if Hillary Rodham had never married Bill Clinton and whether or not it would have resulted in her winning the presidency in 2016. I'll watch watch that. I want to watch that. Yeah. Who's going to play her? I don't know. You got to get your audition in. You got to self tape. Oh my God. I I I'll, I got I got to go through my wigs and see which one is the most like Hillary oh, back yes. in uh, the early seventies. I mean, you've got the curls. She had some curls, didn't she? Had a moment. Yeah, Can I need the big like thick like glasses mm. that were like really big. Amongst, right, like you know, we could find those the for hippie you. girls in in the seventies. Think you'd really bring her to life? Like the Gloria Steinem. Oh, I would. I would be amazing <laughs> playing Hillary Clinton, or Hillary Rodham. I'm sorry. Yes, because Clinton's nowhere to no, be found. No, who is he? I, who, don't I don't know her. I don't, I don't know, her. know her. Um, One Direction turned ten years old this week. Oh God, go to the next story. <laughs> I am. I feel old. I know. So they were formed ten years ago, and uh, all of the members except for Zayn made a comment about oh, it. Oh God! <laughs> and it's like I don't know what happened in that band. I'm sure it was yeah. not the music Zayn wanted to do. But I was listening just in celebration of their you know decade in the ether, and I was listening to like my greatest, best One Direction songs. I never really got into their album. But there are always like tracks that off of them that I liked. Mm-hmm. And I compiled them all, was giving them a list. I and mean, it's like, 
he sounds great on those songs. Like he had a beautiful, he has a beautiful voice and kind of like Kelly Clarkson, who has such a like more soulful voice than the pop rock she was singing. It kind of elevates it and puts a twist on it and makes it interesting. It's like why everyone loves Paramore. It's just like that girl can sing mm-hmm. and the music's so rocky and it's like, this is cool. So I don't know. I wish Zane would like have a more positive attitude about it because, you know, that was a long period of his life. I'm sure that some good things came out of it. Uh, and- everything good <laughs> came out. What do you mean some good things I came know, out but of he. It? He, it, he seems to be think of it not as fondly as the other four members, and I just want him to think back more happily Maybe about the time. Come on, be cool. Yeah. Like, it's like Zac Efron with High School Musical. It's like Zac. That's why you're be a thing. Cool. That's be why, cool. Yes. Don't be all uncool. Like just go to the reunion and be like, <laughs> yeah, High School Musical is great. Avatars two through five were delayed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was the. I mean, I don't know what you're giving you moment is, but if it's this, we can skip it. AOC speech. Uh, it is not this, so we can talk about it now. God, it was so amazing. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, people were reacting to it, whatever, whatever. She just is so brilliant and so amazing. And that speech being like, my mom and dad did not raise me to take abuse from men. It's like, yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I, I The thing that I've been finding impressive about her is her is I have seen her evolving and like I have seen her like very eager to learn and grow and and really and really um work more with other people and yeah. like become I, I just see her like evolving more and it's very impressive to see. I have to yeah, say. I think she just like you watch something like that and you see the like shock waves throughout the world that a speech like that made. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, I think she's going to be around for fucking ever. For like while, she's yeah. going to be around for a while. Oh, and yeah. she's really inspired a lot of people. If I, you know, if you have not, if you've somehow not watched the like 10 minute speech on the um, house floor where she responds to uh, Representative Ted Yoho's remarks of calling her a fucking bitch, which is just insane. It's so insane because the responses of people being like, oh, liberal women want to be treated just like men until they are and then they want like decency. It's like you really at your job would go up to a man and be like, you're a fucking bitch. Yeah. And not expect to get like punched out. Like, come on. Not expect to get like punished by your employers. Exactly, because that's not professional. Like that, no one's asking to be like, you know, curse that and name called at their place of work. Like, calm yeah. your fucking like, tits, if dude. You, if you, especially like, sort of unpro, like, it seemed like this was unprovoked. Like it he, was it like, he, like he just approached her. Yes, I and mean, just like told her off. Yes, it's like, it's oh, like no, 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 he no. was riled up about something that I guess had happened the day before that I don't remember, but it, clearly it did not. That that was completely inappropriate. If you had feelings that were riled up and you were that wound up, just avoid her in the hallway. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's not. Just like be professional. Like you're, you're at work. You're representing like one of the highest offices like in the country. Exactly. Like it is your job to remain like even like even if she like poisoned your children, <laughs> you keep your decorum right. and you and you represent your state. He represents mm. Florida, right? You represent your state well, like right. and represent your country well. Like like it's absolutely inappropriate. I mean, right. I also know he's not seeking re-election. So I bet like, he's not. So he's probably just like balls to the wall. I'll do whatever. Oh, I apparently. Like, he called her a fucking bitch for suggesting that poverty might be linked to rising crime in New York City. That's that's it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, literally. Okay. Um, 
yeah, it's just completely insane that he thought that that was okay. And I just truly every moment of her speech was so awe inspiring. And I love that she's just like, thank you for doing this. Thank you for showing that people in positions of power, like men in positions of power, can be indecent people and abusive people. Thank you for showing that oh, you yeah. can still be an abusive person and have a wife and have a mother. That does not abs- that does not make you a decent man. It's about the yeah. way you treat people, and the way you treated me is completely unacceptable. And you can say I have a wife and I have a daughter. Why does everyone go to that? Like, I think it's cool. so weird. Like, great. A lot of people have family members that are women. And yeah, it's like cool. I have a brother and a father, and there are like some guys I hate. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's just like you. It doesn't mean that you're not a misogynist just because people related to you are women. I don't understand that line yeah. of thinking, but clearly he's not brilliant. Um, all right, Matt Steele. We've already run a little long, so I need you to make this quick. Uh huh. What is going on with Big Brother Twenty Two All Stars? Well, I mean, this is part of my giving me moments. Oh, is it? We can wait then. Do you <laughs> okay. want to wait? Okay. Sure. All right, because it's, it's going to be long. I needed that. Okay. <laughs> uh, just two things to note at the very end. Uh, Kylie Minogue's new single, Say Something, is excellent. Really? Off of her new album, Disco, that's coming to us soon. So I urge us all to listen to that. It's very, like, it's very light. It's kind of disco-y and, like, not huge in the chorus, but just the vibe of it and, like... It, lyrically, it kind of speaks to the moment we're living in today. It's very much like, I can't wait till we get all can come together somehow and all mm-hmm. of that. And it's like, yeah, because we're all apart. <laughs> <laughs> so I urge you all to listen to that. I can't wait for her new record. And it has been, uh, you know, just it was another anniversary of an iconic album, which I, we haven't reviewed yet. And maybe we should do that on yeah. our iconic album soon. But Ashley Simpson's autobiography turned 16 years old in this past week. Yeah. And uh, just so we're clear on the stats of this album, because people forget that she was like hugely popular. This, in this album moment. was nuts. It like was the big like it was bigger than any Jessica Simpson album ever. Period. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it debuted at number one on the Billboard charts with 398,000 copies sold well, uh, sold in the U.S. It spawned three singles, including the top five hit, Pieces of Me, is currently three times platinum in the U.S. It And obviously the reality show that went along with it. Just like iconic, iconic, iconic. I'll never forget going into Bible class with autobiography and fucking JoJo. I'm like, guys, this is music. <laughs> You learn it, live it, love it. In Bible class. I mean, hey, where else can you <laughs> preach the gospel? <laughs> I was giving it to the people. Um, okay, so are we ready to take a quick break? Sure. All right, let's do that. We'll be back more. Uh, we'll be back with more to Game Matt's podcast. back guys we are it's true and it's email my heart the section of the podcast where you guys email us and we answer any questions that you may have you can be a part of email my heart if you email us at two gaymats at gmail.com uh, we got a lot of emails this week. Thank you so much for sending. Yeah, including one that I had some information I did not know. Huh. An email from John who talked about how uh, Katie, who mentioned how Katy Perry's album uh, Teenage Dream was cotton candy scented. I didn't. I didn't realize that. I didn't know. I don't that. think I ever had the physical copy. Yeah. I think I just had it digitally. Yeah. And then he asked about like what other like sort of album marketing things we liked. And I'm like, oh, I can't think of any the that are like that creative. That is like, I, it's not even that super creative, but I just remember just an iconic image for when the Emancipation of Mimi was rolling out. There was like a really great image that was just like blacked out like a silhouette of Mariah. And the whole concept of the rollout was the return of the voice. And it was like, you know, you knew that Mariah was coming back and you knew that she wasn't going to be doing a charm bracelet whisper moments. And mm-hmm. so I remember that really being very invigorating to me as a fan at that point, especially right before it's like that came out. And then, of course, we belong together. 
There was one uh, sort of album cover, apparently, mm. uh, the Spice Girls, when they reunited in 2007, mm. apparently their greatest hits album, uh, you could buy a, a version of the album that like act- had actual jewels on it, like oh. the letters were made of actual jewels, cool. and apparently at the time it was the most expensive alb- album cover of all time. Wow. Yeah. So, I also remember when, uh, before Adele... I, I love how like, we're like, we don't have any answers I for know. this, and now we have answers. <laughs> and when Adele's 25 was... Or when Hello was about to drop she like in the middle of some like uk soccer game or something just had the shortest commercial that was kind of all black and it didn't even say who it was but all it said was hello it's me and everyone's like because <laughs> you just could hear you could hear it in just those first two lines that it was her and i'm i remember it being a huge deal Amazing. All right, John. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so uh, other email we got is one from Xander called Breakup Tunes. Hi, Matt. The Two Game Ads brand has been on fire lately with oh, the thank success you. of Devos and now the Rina Sawayama shout uh, out. Yes. If you, no one knew, Rina Sawayama watched our review of Sawayama and commented on her own YouTube channel. So go to Rina TV to watch that because she loves us and we love her. And I quote, she said, Oh, hi. Okay, cute. <laughs> that was her review of Two Game It's a Nights. great review. <laughs> um, uh, you guys are doing the damn thing. Recently, I went through a breakup. Oh, no, Xander. I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm trying to replenish my playlist with quality breakup songs. I know this question is coming off the heels of you guys' you guys's glowing review of the Chicks' album, which mm. was superb and had some great heartbreaking music. I wanted to ask each of your top three breakup tunes that can range from devastating to empowering to petty, etc. Be any genre from Broadway to indie. Oh, I didn't even think about Broadway songs. Um, I'll take what I can get. I hope all is well with you and you guys are having a great week. Thank you. Oh, I didn't even think about breakups. Oh, I do you want to start and think for a second? You want me to start and then you can think for yeah. a second? Okay. Well, I luckily have a playlist <laughs> for, uh, you know, my friend uh, and I have a playlist that we share. Uh, it's called It's Not Right, But It's Okay, which is a good idea because that's a great Whitney song. But um, there are several songs on here that I like have used during breakup moments. And uh, it depends on your mood of the breakup in general. But my general mood that helps me is usually like a. Uh, like initially an angry mm-hmm. <laughs> or like a, you know what you're trash deep down or like you know we're moving on or like just like there are different colors of it but a song that I think is always good for a certain type of breakup well it was very fitting to a breakup that I've had is a song called Ugly Heart mm-hmm. by GRL because oh, it's, a great song. it's a great great song and it's like the whole theme of the song, if you haven't heard it, it's a big hit. Not well, it was a, should have been a bigger hit, but it was a hit in 2014. And it's just like, you're it's basically, you're so beautiful. You are sure your, your smile could light up New York City after dark. Oh, your cover boy pretty, uh, something with a beauty mark. It's such a pity, a boy so pretty with an ugly heart. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, yes, because if they've hurt you in that way, maybe that'll be applicable. It was applicable for me. I mean, honestly, if we're going angry, I feel like both Irreplaceable and Jasmine Sullivan's Bust Your Windows. It's just a great song. Because it's nice to get that kind of feeling out, even if it's not... Because, you know, hopefully you won't be busting the windows out of his car. Mm-hmm. But um, it's nice to, you know, have an angry, emotive moment that you can express in a safe way by listening to a song by Jasmine Sullivan and beautifully sung by Jasmine Sullivan, I must say. Um, and uh, I think that there are several great ones. Um, I love uh, Sorry by Madonna. You know, I, I don't want to hear. I don't want to know. Please don't say you're sorry. Brilliant. Great Michelle Branch. Are you happy now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just like you want to whine at them. And I love that. 
Um, yeah, so I think there are a lot of great songs. And there's a song that's out by an American Idol finalist. Oh, I need to look up what the song is called. It's on my So Crazy Whip Right Now playlist. It's kind of like a sequel to Before He Cheats. It's this country girl named Gabby something. And, um, uh, and I think it's called, it's like... Oh gosh, I wish I could remember. I'll look it up. I it, the, the theme is basically just like I hope that you meet this girl and she's wonderful and you buy her a ring and she it's the best moment of your life and every day you know is she's the one for you and then I hope she cheats like you cheated on me <laughs> and it's like yes get him that's amazing iconic um it's interesting I'm going through like all the Broadway stuff and there really aren't that many like Broadway breakup songs a lot like if you're singing you're usually falling in love mm. um or if you are singing about a breakup it's usually like you have broken up years ago and you're still right. singing about yes. it, which is, you know, which are honestly my favorite breakup songs where you're like, Oh, it's five years later and up oh, still sad. <laughs> I'm still hurting. Um, and so, yeah, I, I will say there is a song from Mac and Mabel called time heals everything, which I think mm. is like a beautiful song. And the whole thing is like time heals this time heals this it heals Thursdays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, April, August time heals everything, but loving you. And it's just like, Oh, so sad. Um, but in terms of like breakup songs, you know, I love me, my Taylor Swift's of course. I love all too well is the best Taylor Swift song. In I my mean, opinion, I, I mean, mean, it's just absolutely perfect and devastating and just, it just shows you the, like the entire relationship so well and yes. how you just play through it in your head and how it's like you're saying like I know you're playing through it in your head too because right. you motherfucker <laughs> you, you have my, my scarf, scarf. <laughs> um, but also Taylor Swift's I mean the bridge of last kiss is just devastating. the most devastating like what a pop song. breakup moment ever like so I'll watch your life in pictures like I used to watch you sleep <laughs> and I'll feel you forget me like I used, used to, to feel, feel you breathe, used breathe. like I like the, the idea of like oh I'll, I'm feeling you forget me yeah. is the absolute worst part of a breakup like without a doubt that's yeah. the part that at least like hurts the most to me mm. um so so i i always find that bridge very uh resonant okay personally i get that i get that and by the way the song i was mentioning before is by an artist named gabby barrett and it's called i hope and i recommend it to anyone who's going through a breakup or not but again i'm sorry to hear you're going through a breakup it's very tough but you're on the right path yes you're gonna make yourself feel better you're in quarantine you can heal yourself and then come back out and Find you a new man or lady. I don't know. Heal yourself through music. Yes. Yeah. That's what it's for. Another great breakup song. Every time I wake up, I think about our break. Hey, I mean, Matt <laughs> Palmer, Matt music. Palmer music available now. It is. Um, the song is aptly called breakup. Um, <laughs> it just gets to the point with <laughs> it just them. gets to the point and it's, it's a banger. Why, um, so, oh no, where is this Oh my email? gosh. I'm sorry. We got so many emails this week and Why also, is no one ready? oh, this is from our favorite, uh, our graphic designer buddy, Bruno. Oh, Bruno. Bruno, we love Bruno. We love Bruno. Um, Bruno, hashtag, the subject line is hashtag free Britney. Mm. Hi, Matt. It's me, Bruno, again. How are you? I'm doing well, Bruno. Thank you. I'm well as well. Um, so how can I even start? I don't know how to feel anymore because at this point, I'm pretty sure Brittany is being held hostage by her family and team. I don't see myself. I don't see myself as her biggest fan, but of course I love her. I mean, she's Brittany fucking Spears. Yes. Yeah, tattoo it on my body. She is Brittany <laughs> fucking Spears. Um, I grew up listening to her music, but even I, I never cared so much about her person. I, that never cared so much about her personal life can't help, but notice that everything about it is very shady. It even makes me wonder if we should keep consuming her as a product knowing that she doesn't have any say on it. I'm genuinely upset and could go on on and on about it, but I guess what I wanted to ask is, are you guys following the Free Britney movement and what are your thoughts about her current situation? 
So Free Britney has been going on for a long time. I think we've probably talked about this a few times. Maybe we we haven't had like an official video on it or had like an official podcast topic about it. But my thought is, and I don't, the thing is, none of us know her situation. It is very, very, very weird that she's been in this conservatorship for as long as she has. But we are not legal experts. We do not have access to her files. And I think a lot of times um, misinformation can get spread by compiling a lot of different things, which I feel is what's happening now is Free Britney's going viral because on TikTok there's like a lot of stuff that kind of gets compiled into one thing and Mm -hmm. there's misinformation in these little slideshows of text. It's all very confusing. Someone came out um, recently a former photographer who was with her when they were shooting for the record which I think was in like 2000 and I mean it must have been 2008 because it was like circus era Mm -hmm. Uh, and they you know, basically, Britney had written a letter saying how she should be free of the conservatorship and all of this. And because all the free Britney stuff was trending recently, I kind of went back and watched uh, that for the record documentary. And it is tough. There are definitely moments where she talks about how she does wishes things were not so controlled for her. She wishes that she had more freedom than she does. And maybe this is me just buying what's being sold to me. But if I'm just going straight from Britney Spears's mouth, Britney Spears doesn't feel like working and so she's not working right now. Mm-hmm. That is the first time that has happened since she has been in this conservatorship where she's not having to be in Vegas. She's not having to put out albums that like maybe she's only singing half on as in regards to Britney Jean. Um, she's just chilling at home with her boyfriend. She's making goofy Instagram videos. Like to me, she has more autonomy than she has had throughout this entire thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom is now getting more involved and wants to be a part of the conservatorship. I think her dad has stepped down from being her conservator after a run in with one of her children. Um, so we don't know if she needs that conservatorship or not. Uh, I would hope that the legal team knows that she needs it. And like, I, I can put our trust into people who know more about her situation than we do, but whether she needs that conservatorship or not, it doesn't seem like at this present moment, she is being trotted out to do anything. She is not wanting to do. Yeah. Like, it's not like, like your point of like, maybe we should stop consuming her as a product. She's not giving us product. She's not giving us sellable content. She's not putting out music. She's not on tour. Maybe, Maybe her, and honestly, when you watch that documentary, it's like you, it kind of feels like that's what she wants. She mm-hmm. wants to not be doing that right now, or like at that point in her career. I don't know how she what she wants to do right now, but I honestly feel safer and less worried about her now that she doesn't have to be putting out music and doesn't have to be doing a, a different residency in Vegas every five minutes mm-hmm. um, than I would if she were in front of our faces looking blankly and not seeming happy. She, because she looks. If you compare what she looked like in For the Record, she looks beautiful, of course, but she looks so vacant and so numb during all of it to what she's doing on Instagram, which is obviously like odd. Like it's like she's, <laughs> but she's like always been like a quirky person. Yeah, like, she's pretty, she's a goofball. Exactly. Like, so I, I'm more comforted than most people by her Instagram because they're like, oh, it's so odd. And it's like, yeah, some of the things are odd. And like she posts the same picture in different filters a lot. And you're like, what's happening? But it feels more like her than being like a vacant robot, which I think is more worrying. Oh, I agree with you know? that. Yeah. And honestly, like, yes, I we obviously want the best for her and everything. And we want if she is still like being controlled in some sort of way, obviously we don't want that, but also what doesn't help is just sort of blindly believing all of these viral yes. things that are going viral and everything. Because like, 
we do not know what right. the truth is. And as we have all seen throughout history and everything, things can false things can spread very easily totally. online. So, you know, you kind of have to not believe everything you see in every sort of viral video. Right. And I think they were going to have a hearing about her conservatorship that they had to cancel or push back because people that were not authorized to see the like court stream because this is all over Zoom found it and they got access to it because there's so much like highlighting of Britney's case and Britney's situation Mm -hmm. that people are like hacking into her Zoom streams to try to watch her court proceedings and they have to cancel it. And it's just like, is this more helpful or hurtful for her situation? Like like you're not helping. You're not helping by doing that. that. So, uh, you know, I've, we all want the best for Britney. There's no one on, I mean, no one with a heart on planet earth who wants ill for that person. But I think there is a productive way to be like, okay, I want the best for her. I hope she's doing well. And like getting in the way of her getting whatever she it is she wants or whatever she needs, like whatever help she needs or doesn't need, that can't be decided if people are trying to hack into her court proceedings, honestly. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's not fair to her. Yeah. Because she's not able to get, you know, the like just if she needs some sort of justice, she's not able to get that if like they keep having to get like canceled. Right. And like disrupted and everything. Right. So. So. So, yeah. Yeah. That's that. We love Brittany. We love Brittany. The point <laughs> is we love Brittany and we want the best for her and we hope that good things are happening for her. And yeah, she and she has that hot boyfriend who she seems to love very much. Uh, good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Ugh. Good for him. They're having yes. a fun time together. Yes. Matt Steele. Love it. Yes. What's been giving you moments this week? Well, guys, <laughs> it is. This has been the longest <laughs> I have ever waited for Big Brother in the last 20 years wow. of my life. Like as Big Brother every like every summer starts end of like middle to end of June that is when it starts. Mm. And we did not even know if we were getting a Big Brother this year. Right. We were anticipating not. And then the rumors started flying that it was going to be a big brother. Not only was there going to be a big brother, but it was going to be a big brother all stars, which we've been waiting for for years because last big brother all stars was in 2006. And so, so they finally announced the date. August 5th is when big brother all stars two starts. (laughs) And so I, the rumors that have been swirling about the casting process have just been out of <laughs> fucking control and s- more thrilling than a season of Big Brother. It's so confusing. Because the Big Brother hive on Twitter is so thirsty and just so desperate for anything. And so all these articles have just been, it's, it might be this person, this person might be back and everything and all these different lists and you don't know what to believe in everything. And the cast, cast members are like trolling people on their social media mm. being like, Oh, going to take a break from social media for a couple weeks. And everyone's like, they're being sequestered. But like, you can tell some of them are just like bullshitting you and everything. So, not only are some of, am I really excited about some of the cast members coming back, like Janelle, who is pretty much confirmed because she posted a picture of like a sky, like on vacation being like, oh, this is the sky I'm looking at right mm. now. And people went back and saw that it was like the same sky she posted a couple months ago. Oh so we're just like, someone is posting for her. She is, she is, she is um, quarantined right now, getting ready for the season. There is a strong rumor mm. that my absolute favorite player 
of Big Brother of all time, mm-hmm. Danielle Reyes, <laughs> might be coming back. And the thing is, she's been off of social media for a little while now, so like we don't know. But like, so many sources are saying it. I don't know if it's wishful thinking. I don't know. I don't know. She's the one that should have won the season, except the jury saw like her confessionals, her, her confessionals. and they were bitchy or whatever. And they were they weren't even that bitchy. They were yeah. just like a little funny. Like yeah. she would just like make fun of how she was like totally duping all these people, right. and people were bitter and everything. And that's she's the reason why they have a jury house now where mm. they sequester people who are evicted. So they don't get to see the footage of the show. Right. So they can vote based on like what they discover through each other. Um, But today, Sunday, a rumor started. And I think this rumor has been debunked that Nicole Franzel, who was on Big Brother 14 and then was on Big Brother 18 Mm. and won Big Brother 18. And she's this little sweet girl from Michigan and everything. Well, apparently she's not so sweet Uh, because there was a rumor a couple weeks ago that, um, she heard that a bunch of people were being asked to be on Big Brother All Stars too, mm. and that she was not asked, and that she apparently pitched a fit and like went to producers and was like, "You need to invite me back on the show," and somehow convince them to bring her back into consideration. But she already won. Just I know, now, like but you recently. know, they, they your reality stars always want more. Oh, they always God. want that more more attention, and so um, apparently. And apparently this is not true, but maybe it is true. <laughs> I'm gonna like so there someone posted a video who apparently is big on the Big Brother like blogospheres or whatever that Dan and Derek. Dan is winner of Big Brother 10, and Derek is winner of Big Brother 16. They're considered to be two of the best players ever to play the game. Apparently they they were invited back. And according to this person who started this rumor, um, they started a like group text thread of like players they knew were being invited back being like hey let's form an alliance now and strategize now mm. and apparently Nicole was like in on this or heard about it or whatever and apparently she went to production and was like Dan and Derek are strategizing before the season is starting that is against the rules and apparently got Derek and Dan kicked off of a Big Brother All Stars too. But you're saying this isn't true now? This, uh, maybe, this probably is not true this is probably true because like I feel like CBS because Dan and Derek are so revered that I feel like CBS would just be like, Hey guys, knock it off. Like mm. shut up, Nicole, <laughs> you know, but, but uh, so, but then Derek retweeted the video and was like, I gotta be honest. And Derek is, is one of those people who's like positive about everything. Mm. He's like, I gotta be honest. I am not happy with Nicole right now, but Dan and I did not have a text thread before this season started and everything. And everyone's like, well, why is he mad at Nicole? And so then like Alyssa from Big Brother 15 uh, tweeted underneath like with snake emojis being like, surprise, surprise, Nicole like manipulating people to get her way and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, and so everyone's kind of just like, if Nicole, sweet little Nicole Franzel, you know, <laughs> so sweet, oh my God, guys, with her little Michigan accent, if yeah. she is was able to get the two greatest players ever like kicked off before the season even started. Would you call Derek with the greatest player? Um, he played an excellent game, but in my opinion, he had a very easy season okay. to win. All right. Uh, but he did play a very impressive game, I okay. have to say. But right. he was in a house with a bunch of people who believed him easily. And Nicole, <laughs> Nicole was one of those people. Because <laughs> uh, that was season 16. Um, and so it's kind of just like, oh, all these people are mad at Nicole for some reason. What is it? Then there are these rumors that like Casey, who won Big Brother 20, was asked back, mm. but tested positive for coronavirus. 
And people think that that might be true because the cast was supposed to be announced tomorrow, Monday. Mm. Then suddenly, like a couple hours ago, they were like, we're canceling the announcement tomorrow. So people are like, someone must have tested positive for coronavirus. So now they're trying to pick an alternate to replace them. And people are rumoring that it's either Casey or Josh who won Big Brother 19. Mm. And so everyone's like, who's it going to be? So just, but the thing is like, all of these rumors are 99% I would guess are ninety nine percent like false. Like I would. <laughs> so why is it so exciting? It's just exciting because we're so excited. Like you have no idea. Like 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 we have been waiting for so long for a a Big Brother season mm. and b a Big Brother All Stars two. And the mm. fact that we're finally getting it and these people have such a history with us as fans and with each other as people. There's such a history there that spans decades. It's just so so thrilling. It's so exciting. All right. This season's going to be great. And we know it's going to be great because it's all stars. No one is there for a showman's. No one is there to try to become like Instagram famous right. or whatever. Like people are there to fucking play the game and just start drama with people. So we are so <laughs> excited. Today was thrilling. I love these rumors. I don't believe any of them. <laughs> but, I, but I love, I just miss Big Brother Twitter because it's like disgusting. Like the fans are ter- we're all crazy and like terrible. Um, and the rumors that get started about people are hard and ridiculous but like it's so much fun <laughs> well that's great <laughs> I mean I'm I, I'm happy for you you know I understand being excited about a reality show which brings us to my giving you moments uh-huh. I mean as Matt Steele I'm sure can guess Peacock was launched mm-hmm. very recently and you know it was exciting to get another streaming service this one is free and only has like limited ads depending on what you watch but for many of us the biggest news of it all was finally the Bethany Getting Married and Bethany Ever After spinoffs are available for streaming for free. And when I tell you <laughs> that there's no greater, like, just like, if you want to see just a glimpse into human psyche and human <laughs> relationships, like, because the thing about it now, you watch these two people that you know are going to have the messiest divorce of all all time like truly it lasted longer than their marriage the divorce lasted maybe like three times longer than their marriage Mm -hmm. they were in court trying to hash out this divorce for years and years and years and years of course because when they were together that was when she got that talk show and when she you know sold skinny girl for a hundred million dollars or whatever and it's just crazy to watch them all at the beginning before you know what happens happens because Mm. they are you're seeing glimmers of like oh you guys don't work yes you guys don't fit it's very brechtian it is just like you're just like you're watching it knowing the end yes and like you want to it's like watching a car crash and you want to be like no save yourself like have your baby do not walk down this aisle you see her call her his parents simple on more than five occasions oh (laughs) like in one i swear in one confessional she said the word simple in reference to his parents Four to five times. Oh, Bethany. And it's like Bethany. <laughs> and she is like, and all of these friends, they're like frat guys. They go by these names, none of which are their real names. And like, you know that one of the, there were several things that broke down that marriage, I'm sure. And I will get more into it as I get into Bethany Ever After. But there, 
so much of it was the fact that Bethany is just like, I am, I'm alone. Er, I'm a person that can survive alone. I need one person max. And he's like, mm-hmm. I love people. I love my, I'm so close with my family and I'm so close with my friends. And she's like, I have some castmates. <laughs> if that's what you mean by friends. I have an assistant. I have an assistant. Who I hired. The, I hired her and she does a great job. And I think that's great. And it's just two different, entirely different minds. And he, plays the like sweet loving like oh she's so damaged but I love her anyways and you I know that as the series goes on she gets more and more resentful of how he's portrayed on this show that we're watching and she like they get in a fight at some point before they have to go on a boat in which they almost get lost at sea brilliant (laughs) um where he's just like she's like it just pisses me off that everyone thinks you're this perfect husband and he's like, does that really make you that angry? And she's like, yes, yes, it does. And oh she's like, God. then what are we doing? We're not doing this. We're not airing our dirty laundry out here, blah, 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 blah. And they're like behind a car having this conversation. And she's like, brilliant. <laughs> like, it's just like, I mean, of course, it's very sad. These are real people and they have a daughter and all of this. But they're both going to be fine. That daughter's going to be OK. But just to see two people just miss each other in such mm-hmm. a way. It's just like... I mean, it's, it's why we have reality I TV. Know. It's why reality TV exists. And when like, it's great, this is like, it's it's like a sociology lesson. And oh, it's like it's you're just... Really, it's you, you really... Learn, you learn so much about other people and you then learn about yourself. Yes, you learn about how you should and should not communicate in relationships. Like, it's <laughs> truly brilliant TV, even if, you know... And then it also just, I mean, not to shit on what's happening now in reality, but like, I must say... I'm pretty into Beverly Hills, even though they've been dragging this whole like Denise Brandy thing out for so long. And it's getting to the point now where it's like, would I have liked this more if I didn't know that this was coming? Like if I didn't know, like Brandy just dropped the bomb that she had slept with Denise or whatever. And it's like, that would have been a huge surprise had I not known for uh, like seven months ago. I would have, my head would have exploded. And I was like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To me, that's the Degrassi lesson Mm. because it's like, no one knew that Jimmy was going to get shot. No, like that was just it just happened out of nowhere and it was right. like you have what did I just I will right. never forget that moment of t- on TV right. and then after in the like following like two seasons of Degrassi they kept trying to kind of top it right. with something even more dramatic like JT died and everything but like you always knew that something was going right. to happen like they would always advertise someone is going to die right. you know so it didn't have the same dramatic effect right. at all as like when you don't know something's going to yes. happen. Like if you were just like, Oh, ho hum, I'm watching this Beverly Hills. And season. then that happened. And then just, I like, would have, my head would have exploded. Yeah. And I think that's a part of the issue with housewives now. Like, honestly, New York for me is so hard to watch. Cause like they are just, and I, you know, I don't mind someone who's drunk, but they're all so drunk all the time that it's like, what is this? So like yeah. truly these are just drunk elders yelling at each other. And like, there's no, half there's no one there to like reel them back in there's not like one like bethany was like the greek course of the show when she was on the show even carol when she was on for a minute was very much like the grounded person that the audience can see themselves through and there's no person like that on the show anymore which is why i don't think it works as well but it's also like after a few years it's like everyone's so conscious and aware of the camera Mm -hmm. and of course bethany was conscious and aware of the camera but she just was had so much less to lose like now she has like a hundred million dollars and all this stuff she is like won't be filmed with her new boyfriend but like at this time she's just like i'm giving everything i'm going like and i was just telling mad steel she just was getting married and she gets out of her car in her couture outfit walking into like the four seasons to get married and i see her driving up and there's paparazzi outside the place in my head i'm thinking bethany today i'm like oh i bet this is so annoying for her i bet she's gonna be pissed she's 
over the moon. She's so happy. She runs up to the paparazzi. She strikes poses. She shows the ring. She's like, oh my God, my hands in curlers. Can you believe? And you're just like, Bethany. <laughs> it just is so... It's just they're so guileless. There's no hint of shame. And yeah. it's just you're watching. And you honestly, and you know I love a freaking uh, therapist uh, reality conversation. Mm-hmm. And I was watching her therapy with her fucking therapist. And it's like, I shouldn't be watching this. I can't believe you did this on TV. Like this, hey. you are saying. And I guess it's like, what's what you get, what you pay for. And she's, she's great at it. And it's amazing. But it's also like. You don't want to even keep a little bit. She's like, my dad died. My mother, I have no relationship with her. No, none of my family's going to be at this wedding. And, you know, he has such this huge family. And I think we were different in that way. And it's just like, you know, I, I couldn't invite my mother. But it just would be so negative And she's horrible. And like, it's just like, she's going to watch this. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, that's it, when people talk about like their relationship they're real, with their parents. With their, like, on and it's reality like, their TV. parents didn't, your parents didn't sign up for this. Yeah, like that is always a little weird. It's a little weird. But yeah. again, it's just, it is a great viewing. I would, inspire, I would uh, encourage you all to watch it because it's just thrilling because she again she's giving you everything too much and you know that it's going to end with Jason Hoppy squatting in that apartment and leaving shits for her to find in her bathroom because that's what and he's literally portrayed as Prince Charming through this entire series it's crazy Reality TV's great. I know. It, like, I know. When it's good, it's good. And the thing is, like, so many actors are just like, oh, I can't believe reality TV's ruining our lives and everything. And but I'm it's just like, like, you can't write this. Yeah, you can't. You can't write that. That <laughs> you is, can't write that. That is life. Stranger than fiction. Available now. <laughs> Available now. Featuring the classic song Breakup. Breakup. Oh, it all comes back Xander, to self-promotion. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to us this week. This was a very fun one, I must say. Yeah. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Palmer Music. Matt, it's Matt Steele. Two game mats for both of us. Uh, watch our YouTube vids. We just uh, re- reacted to uh, Taylor Swift's Folklore, and we will be reacting to Beyonce's Black is King yeah. later this week. I'm excited. A lot and, of, and Alanis is and coming. And Alanis is coming, too. I don't know what we're going to do about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> but also... Uh, we love you all and thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more Two Game Nights podcast. Bye. Bye.